Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your uh, indictment, indictment update. update. We were a bit remiss to say this, but uh, to, of course, uh, uh, October is Breast Cancer, Cancer mm-hmm. Awareness Month, um, and uh, it is also Michelle and Barack Obama's wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. So, but uh, seriously, I want everybody to make, make sure that they are really being very diligent about their breast exams and making sure they stay on top of things. Because in the last few weeks, a month, I've, I've had two very young very, people very close to me be diagnosed with breast cancer so make sure that you are diligent and both of them will have uh are you know the prognosis is that very good because of how early they got uh detected it so i want to make sure that everybody is aware uh of uh your status in terms of that make sure very important excellent black woman no more uh, touching tatas. We're not going to do that now. Now, Junior and I do have a program because I think one of the things that happens is uh, sometimes, you know, people don't necessarily know how to do a breast exam. So Junius and I have started a fund <laughs> Wait, oh, wow. touching tatas to save lives. Yes. Okay. Loving you. Are you touching men's boobs too? No, I don't know. Because men get breast cancer as well. We let somebody else. That's our female division that handles that. Okay. This is our gynecological I'll get on that right away. Wait a minute. What was that? It's our gynecological division. Yes. It's our. Touching tatas. scary actually. It's our pilot program. Um, so, so of course, T.O., uh, you know, for first off, he, he was talking to Chad Ojocinco and I got it, but it, it, a lot of people got upset and, um, including someone who shall be nameless. And, uh, we had him on the show and we got a chance to talk to him and hear that interview today. And I, I was very proud of you, Jasmine. Why? I, I just have to say that so you don't continue to be mad. That's all no, I'm saying. I, I, I wasn't mad. I, I had I'm my say. I feel threatened. Is I what told I feel. them how I felt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, happy birthday to Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> He's skipping along. Like, Let me get away from this. Happy birthday to Gwen Stefani. Happy birthday to ASAP Rocky. He's having a run. ASAP Rocky? Oh, run. yeah. He's having a great yes, run. Yes, he is. Happy birthday to Tommy Lee. Happy birthday to Nev Campbell. Happy birthday to Sean William Scott. Happy birthday to Tessa Thompson. She's having a good run, good run too. Yes. Happy birthday to Ashley Simpson. Happy birthday to India Ari. Happy birthday to Chubby Checker. Happy birthday to the one and only Talib Kweli. Happy birthday to Anquan Bolden. Happy birthday to Dave Winfield. Happy birthday to Lior uh, Cohen. Happy birthday to Noah Snap from... Uh, <laughs> Snap. That's a cool name. Pete Snap. Noah Snap. Will Byers and Stranger Things. Happy birthday to Bruce Arians, the NFL coach. Now he's the uh, GM of the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? He won the championship with a, won a Super Bowl and just moved up. Yep. Why not? Moved and uh, happy birthday, possibly, to Stevie Ray Vaughan. We got a great show lined up for you. Of course, Jasmine will have what's trending. I'm going to do my part and have a little note from the GED section. Plus, Jazz is going to give us a jazz report on the D.L. Hughley Show. Tell what is trending. Jazz man. What man? Tell these good people what is trending. Are kids missing in Ohio or not? 
at large numbers. That seems to be the story that's trending because a lot of people on social media saying that, you know, there are all of these children that are missing uh, and no one's looking for them. Over a thousand children, black children, black and brown children who are missing and no one's looking for them. Well, the the problem with that is the white ones too, though. Oh, yeah, but it's mostly black and brown. But the chief of police says it's not true. He's like, stop spreading all these lies on social media. So no one knows what to believe. Are there kids that are missing that we should be looking for in the numbers that they're saying? Well, first of all, there are few. You still should be looking exactly. for those. Exactly. Um, and if if it is not true, where where is this information coming from? Hmm. I don't know. So, you I've, know, I've, I've, uh, my social media person has shared it. So, yeah, a lot of people have shared it. We've talked about it. I've I've shared it, and the thing wait, is, wait, it makes not, it not you miss research, not you miss. I verify. Well, there everything. are children. Well, because okay. Well, let me let's be clear. Okay, there are children missing right. in Ohio, right. without question. Right. There are children missing in Cleveland, in Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Yes. that you people should be looking for. Even if it's five, you should be. If it's two, you should how be looking many, for that. How many are missing? We don't know. The chief of police says it's not as many as people are well, saying. They're I, saying as many as 1,600. Some people are saying it's 1,000. That's yeah. all of the kids of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> they say 1,000. And and they're trying to figure out. The chief of police is saying, well, I don't know what these stories are coming The fact that they don't know how from. many. Well, okay, you're supposed to know. That, supposed to know. That's right. You're supposed to know. So it's a bigger conversation to be had. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, Even also if it's trending, one, they're supposed to look. That's what I said. Also you said trending, two. One, two, dumb minute, half a kid. Go, go find a baby. Well, you don't want them to don't find a half a, a kid. That's that's. Go that. find a baby. How about that? Anyway, also trending. Maybe they're walking down the highway in Birmingham, Alabama. It Maybe that. Be. It could be. You never know. Uh, Jimmy Butler is trending. Did you see is Jimmy it? Butler yeah, <laughs> from Media he's Day? Cool. He was like, "Listen, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm very emotional right now. This is my emo state. I like what I like what I'm doing. You know, he he looked different. You know, he had eyeliner on. He had his nails painted. He ain't, he ain't doing blowout. nothing with Dennis Rodman. He, all he did he looked like Dennis Rodman too yeah. he had his lips pierced and yeah. you know was, you know but his teammates said they thought it was a joke they didn't think he was serious about it well that the point of doing that that is to not let people know if you're serious or not I mean but I know this I remember uh, we were doing a show called uh, I forgot what it was called no it was Devil Rush and uh, he was on the show when he was uh, Dennis Rodman was on the show when he was dating Madonna Remember he used to date Madonna? Oh, of course. You know I how much how good something gotta be when you put day draws on? That's crazy. <laughs> you get married. <laughs> you wore that wedding dress? Yeah. Let me wear this. Yeah. But that's what's trending. <laughs> All right, we got a little note from the GED section. That'll be coming up in fifteen minutes. It's the D.O. Hughley show. She's jazz. She's smart. It's the Jazzy Report on the DL Hughley Show. Tens of thousands of Kaiser Permanente workers are preparing to walk off the job at what would be the largest strike of healthcare workers in history. More than 75,000 employees who work at hundreds of facilities across California, Colorado, Oregon, Washington, Virginia, and D.C. plan to strike Wednesday through Thursday. The union representing the workers is demanding better pay, adequate staffing levels, and guaranteed performance bonuses. Kaiser Permanente is temporary, baby. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Tell you what, they were the first ones to have those robots, remember, that to were get coming the bad news. Yeah. Not the good news, the bad yeah. news only. They play taps. Rip, 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 rip. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, West Coast wildfires are making wines taste like an ashtray. 
Wine experts from three West Coast <laughs> so universities <laughs> are working together to meet the threat, including developing spray coatings to protect the grapes, <laughs> pinpointing the compounds that create the ashy taste, and deploying smoke sensors to vineyards to better understand smoke behavior. Isn't it the, the soil, too? Because they absorb the nutrients from the soil, so it's not just coating the grapes. Well, it's the it's mostly coating the grapes because it's the smoke that is in the air. Yeah, because it, it rises. settles into the soil. Mm-mm, not what they say. Listen, not what they say. I'm gonna go with them. Not who's you. the Californian? Is I'm gonna go with the scientists. They burn. They burn fields on purpose to fertilize. Yes. Correct. Uh, yeah, when I, you, you slash and burn uh, forests. But not to that level. Hey, listen, Texan. So, I don't need any of you. We don't know. Have anybody had Texas wine? That's what I thought. Now, let's do Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> I didn't know this, that the West Coast produces 90% of America's you wine. You know, did you, we also produce, 90%. produce 60% of its produce. So I'm just, you know. And the other 40 must be Jersey. 5% the of Garden the State. <laughs> no, no they, they call New Jersey the Garden State, but come on. We're, they also yeah. call it Dirty Jersey. No, <laughs> they don't do. say that. They do. They, they, they grow a lot of blueberries. It, they do. Jersey. I'm yeah. just and telling you. Too. People from New York know they always but, Dirty Jersey. Yeah, peaches. That's what they call it. Yeah, I don't know if a Newark peach is quite the same as... <laughs> peaches? <laughs> yeah, they grow peaches. And blueberries. Um, <laughs> they These peaches like, taste funny. <laughs> It tastes like they bricks. Taste, they taste like Newark. <laughs> it tastes like bricks. <laughs> All I know is like every time I eat a peach, I hear Whitney Houston singing. It's crazy. Oh. She's from Newark. I know. That wasn't what was that mean? Mm-hmm. See, when you go like that, it means I like I said like somebody go, ooh, that means I said something I didn't say. It's hard so, to do a Whitney Houston so. joke. I mean it's easy to do one, but it's hard. It, it wasn't a joke. It was I know. <sighs> That's oh, why T.O. is right. Um <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to ask a question today because we're lazy, first off. But we did this interview yesterday. I was coming in and uh, I shared something that I saw online. And it's about T.O. and his dating purposes, whatever. And then, you know, I shared it on my page and he hits me back and go, what are you what are you saying? And we had a conversation, a very scintillating, uh, in-depth interview with T.O. That's coming up on the D.L. Hughley Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Like more, <laughs> more of our conversation <laughs> with T.O. <laughs> What's up, uh, man? So you, I, I saw uh, your your conversation uh, with, with Chad, right? And I didn't... Right. Instantly, it was about, you know, how you came to date people and what happened to you early in your life. And instantly, I knew that it would be a problem. So set it up for us. What what happened? Um, I mean, I mean, you knew something that I didn't know because me and Chad, we've we've kind of like, you know, impromptu or just randomly 
FaceTimed each other or gone live and talked about a number of topics or any, anything going on or what have you. And so obviously he's, he's, he's engaged now, he's about to get married. And so, you know, he started talking about me possibly, you know, you know, bringing my plus one or who I'm bringing this, that, and the other. And, you know, he talked on, uh, their, their show with, uh, called nightcap with, uh, Unk and, and Ocho. They talked about relationship right. things of that right. nature. Right. And right. so we got on the topic of that. And so I basically went in to explain on my experiences growing up with black women. Um, and so obviously you kind of know what has transpired. Obviously a lot of people, uh, the shade room has picked it up. Jasmine brand picked it up. You have posted things about it. And so obviously a lot of the black women obviously have gone on. So you basically said that Um, when you were growing up, uh, high school and even college and even in the beginning of your foray into the pros that no one was this you wanted to date black women but they weren't checking for you right that was the basically the yeah pretty, story, right? pretty pretty yeah yeah pretty much you know black 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 skin black guys we weren't in then it was all about no, the light skin it was all of the bar. if you want stony jackson or the bars it wasn't gonna happen for you you're right you're right right i'll be sure yeah, yeah all yeah, those guys yeah. are pretty and look at them now look at them now it's, it's all you <laughs> Um, yeah, they're like dinosaurs. They extinct. <laughs> yeah, it's over now. It's you and Wesley for sure, and Mahershala, all y'all. Right. But um, yeah. the right. thing I find interesting is how angry people. We were just talking, and and I knew that it was interesting because when I every day I call and we go over the show, and my co-host uh, had seen what happened. I said, "Did you see the thing I posted?" She said, yes, I saw it. <laughs> and so <laughs> she, she's one of the people who. Uh, Saw it, and so what was your interpretation of what what happened, Jasmine? Well, you're correct. My interpretation initially was that he was saying that the reason why he doesn't date black women now is because of an issue that he had when he was younger, and I felt that it would be silly to use a child's mind to determine how you will date as a grown man now. Now, if you have issues with black women now and you don't want to date them, I mean that's your preference. I think everyone that has means a you're right consistent. To date. That means you're consistent. No, I listen. I think that. That you should date people date right. based on your chemistry, based on whether you, what you, you like them or not, not based on something that happened to you when you were eight or nine years old or 15. I think when you grow, your experiences grow, you mature. And I think you look at relationships through a different prism. But to simply say all black women are off but limits Terrell, because Terrell, of something that happened you, to me when I was a you, kid you, does not. What did you say to me? me. You, yes. you said, no, no. what did you say to me? I never said I never said I didn't date all black because of that I was sharing my experience right. my experiences and I said now yeah that my way of thinking is a little bit different than it was back then but I said I I haven't totally steered clear of all black women uh, again if you would have listened to the whole entire interview or or, or live uh, uh, per se um I mentioned that I I have kids by black women um I've had I've dated black women since then um even as as recently as you know probably six to eight months ago um so right. if I was so anti-black I would have said that but I never but why said do you think, anything demeaning I, I, against black women or that I wouldn't date black women and you know the, the funny thing that when we talked because I listened to the entire interview because I thought it was I, it was interesting but I think that anytime this subject comes up, regardless, especially, especially if it's a physical specimen who's doing what, it's going to be a whole lot of people invested in it. Uh, we got more of uh, T.O.'s coming up in a bit. It's the D.O. Ugly Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Um, why do you think it got so much traction? Because, and why do you think that people didn't um, put the context of you explaining and elaborating on your particular uh, on where you are now? They just heard the initial um, uh, uh, entree. I don't know. There's a lot of multifaceted layers to this, um, especially when it comes to like just over the years. It's 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 the notion that we as black men or athletes, you know. We have our own past, our journey. We have our reasons for doing X, Y, Z. But if we go on and to become, you know, successful or what have you, they want to say, oh, we gravitate, you know, to white women. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily the case because, again, if you look at, there's a lot of, you know, black women that are going on to date white prominent men for whatever reason because either they, they, they women feel like they're leveling up. You know, you're thinking about the, the masses that have watched, you know, have had bad experiences with black men, and then they see these 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 prominent black women that are now, like I said, have exhausted, have been fed up. Now they feel like they're leveling up, or they want to go in a different direction. We as black men are not given that same sort of grace or latitude to do the same thing because of our experiences. Where's that grace, you know, with us when women, like I said, black women, they do the same thing. It may not be as much going on like that with, with, with as it is with, with black men, but it's up to us. We use our discretion as far as who and how. Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let jazz. I well, mean, no, I was about to say, I just, ter- I just want to push back a little bit. I think, I think that there has been grace. As a matter of fact, you guys have not even needed our permission or grace to do uh, what you're, you're speaking of in terms of, you know, when you become successful or whether it be, you know, in a, a boardroom or on a basketball field court or football field, you know, there, there has always been historically, you go all the way back to the seventies and, you know, 80s, 90s, it's always been a thing. I think black women have just now come to the table and started doing that. For the longest, we held out hope. Well, not me, because I don't care who you date. Date whoever you want, whoever you like. That's your business. You did get a little but hot, I think, but, I, but because, again, when we began to, I just don't like blanket statements. I don't like to hear all black men do this and all black women that. I just don't like but, that but, thing. But here's the so thing. for me, I'm saying that black women have just started in the past years when you talk about Eve and Serena and Venus. What about the Jeffersons? All recent. What about the Jeffersons? That was a Jeffersons. <laughs> TV show. That, no, I don't care. I don't care. And it, that was it, no, one no, example. No, no, but, but, it was but, but, one example. You got to remember. This is one example. Even if it's TV, even if it's, t- even if it's TV, it gives the perception of that's right. So it, 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 it was the, it was the it, everybody knew that. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is that that was one of the cornerstones of black uh, of, of our black. Every black family knew about the Jeffersons. Right. Um. Uh, we got more of uh, tos coming up in a bit. <laughs> It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update. update. Um, you remember when we were talking and you were talking about your college experiences, right? 
because I think that a lot of people are just relegated to your adolescent experiences. But 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 in the entirety of your sports journey, until you got to be relatively well known, you would tell me about those experiences. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh yeah, so so, so when I obviously it was I, I pretty much experienced the same in college as I did in high school. So I wanted to that uh, pursued you know uh, more black women. So in college, like I said I wasn't a, I wasn't a, a superstar. You went to HBCU, right? You went. Where'd you go to school? No, no, no. I went to UT. No, I went to UT Chattanooga. You did. You did Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, again, so one of my you know. Uh, Classmates, obviously, football uh, teammate. We obviously went to the same school, so he obviously was a better athlete than I was. He was obviously uh, well liked, uh, more sought after, you know, for uh, with women uh, than I was. Handsome guy. Um, so again, he joined the fraternities. Him and some of his uh, our teammates, this and that and the other. So he started dating the AKAs, the the Deltas, this and that and the other. So I'm around. I'm like, these girls are beautiful. So I attempted to talk to some of these girls. Got no play at all. Fast forward, left college, went to the pros for three years, came back to campus. Those girls that obviously they're they're in the real world now. Those same girls that I I tried to approach when I was in college, they was on me. They were, were they deltas? Like, were they deltas? I'm just asking. They were deltas, there was right? Some deltas, okay, I'm just there was, there was, it was some deltas. It was some AKAs. And again, but I I saw what it was. So at the end of the day, I'm like, okay, I saw what it was. I did what I had to do, and, and that was pretty much it. But that, like I said, that was my experience. So when I was having the conversation with Chad, that was pretty much what I was alluding to in my thought process while we were having that conversation. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, Tio. How many athletes do you think, because all of us are a sum total of our life experience, a popular narrative is once they make it, uh, they, they, they leave sisters alone and then they, they gravitate to a white man. That's a popular refrain. How many, how many times do you think that that story starts in the middle where people don't know the kind of things that people went through before? Like I know if you Tiger Woods and you try to date a black woman, that wasn't gonna happen. It, it at all. It wasn't. You nobody's gonna date no no big tooth, you know, dude that played golf and went to Stanford. So a lot of times the narrative and the popular narrative is that you guys were with black woman, you got some money, you got some notoriety friend, you left them and went to white women. How many uh, the, the, right. but that doesn't seem to be the case for you. So what do you how I, many I, would you attribute no, to have? I, that have, was, that was, no, I don't know that that I don't that wasn't the case for me because like I said I dated a I dated a black girl when I was in college. I mean like I said I didn't totally I don't I'm trying to think I don't even I don't even think I I had a white girlfriend. I messed around with them but I never dated them. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Like Skip. Our, our <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I heard Skip. Like, like my son. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Come here, we got uh, more of T.O. And, and more drama. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's a, I don't want you to. Okay, it's true. <laughs> On the Fighting D.L. Hughley yeah. Show. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show, your indictment update, update. which is an appropriate <laughs> way to get back into the T.O. interview. <laughs> <laughs> How many times, how many athletes do you think have had so, so many negative experiences where it is the inverted? Because that story starts in the middle. If I just know where you are, now what happened as a result of things and never know what drove you there, then it's, it's kind of a, a one-sided. How many athletes do you think have had similar experiences and, and their mindset when they were younger is the same? How many How many would you say? Is that a prevalent I think it's a high percentage. And again, you've heard a number of conversations, uh, many interviews views, you know, uh, barbershop talk, things of this nature, like like we're, even what we're having, um, where guys have these experiences, and for whatever reason, they have that reasons for going to date a white girl. Like I said, we don't know how they grew up. They don't, we, we don't know their experiences. But again, they have those until you understand and know the context of it. Who are we to judge? And I think we're so quick to judge because of, like I said, the narrative that, okay, we're black athletes. As soon as we get money, we go off and marry a white girl. I don't think that's what we do. Well, some people do it. Now, I, 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 come on now. I know. Okay. I'm not saying all of us. I'm not saying everybody yeah. does that. But yeah, some may. But, but you're yeah, saying in your experience, your experience was taken out of context and you, you felt a way and then you had, you know, a continuum of experiences that informed you to be a, a more nuanced human being, right? Right. Exactly. Let me ask you something. I think that, um, you know, when I saw it, I saw the whole conversation. Jasmine said she saw it. But I, I think that black women have a little more invested in it isn't even about this necessarily this conversation it's that it's so pervasive in, in, in their estimation I would, I would say it's a pervasive mentality but I want to get to the heart of this uh, what's it like to date a white woman? Because I've never done it. Tell me all about it, man. Can you? <laughs> I mean, wow. and this, this is, this is, <laughs> let me help me out, Tio. Help me, baby. <laughs> this this may spark up another conversation, and everybody may go off on it too. I can see it happening. Not that I not that I agree with it, but again, a lot of a lot of black guys, black men, you know, they feel that a lot of black women are a bit aggressive. You know what I mean? They're quick to, they're 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 quick to bark back instead of listening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. let, let me ask you something. I, I, I've talked to you a couple of times, and, and nothing really seems to get to you. Like it always seems because you, you've been in the game for a long time, in the NFL, and then in the social media realm, and then just you know you've been around for a long. Why did this um, rub you? Because there have been any number of things uh, said about you that you know you wouldn't necessarily like but why this why did this make you feel the need to respond why, what was it about this particular topic of conversation um, when they made you? when they when they made the remarks about my mom like maybe it's, it has something to do with my mom like yeah that's 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 touchy you know that's a touchy subject right. you know what i mean i was raised by my grandmama uh two strong black women and so i don't mm -hmm. think this has anything to do with that like yeah did i grow up in a single family household yeah sure we all have experiences growing up where 
whether our whether it's a one-parent household or two-parent household, the way we're brought up and who's in that household, it has mm-hmm. some type of effect on us. No, no doubt. So yeah, so I realized I, I realized that as I've grown uh, grown up and became a uh, became a man, and I realized the things that uh, not having a father figure in the household were, you know, I should have been you know taught or learned certain things you know from 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 that individual, and it wasn't there. So I had to learn on the fly, or I saw other men do do certain things. And I, which I thought and I knew was wrong, but I, that was what I had to learn from. Yeah, uh, we got more of uh, tos coming up in a bit on the DL Hughley show. Uh, so here is uh, the final part of Jasmine V. Gore. I mean, <laughs> Tara always on the, on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, and, and yeah, Jasmine, did you did you want to did you want to <laughs> say anything? Because I don't want to, uh, you know. My, no, yeah, I mean, always, I. I, I, I I, I was very clear in saying that I, I listened to and watched the whole thing. And again, okay. my thing still comes back to, you know, I've said this to you before that I grew up in a situation where I had a very awkward Boo. stage. Nobody Boo. wanted to, you know, Boo. to be bothered with me. It's Nobody true. wants to hear pretty girls. But story. it didn't. It didn't. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear pretty girls. <laughs> Don't be a Okay. No, I didn't, no, I didn't. I'm saying, I'm saying. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You were pregnant at seven. Somebody wants you. But the point is, I think regardless of whatever you've been through, I still don't think that it should come down to okay. So I'm going to blame black women, or I'm not going to do this with black men because of my experiences. I would not do that. I just grew up. I just learned from those experiences. And and my thing is, you know, I I don't think it should be based on race period you gravitate to who you vibe with who you gel with who's right. like you you Whose have credit is better and right. i mean that yeah, too i mean if you're trying to level up i'm not bad at that but i, I feel right. like it and always I, I, comes back to this right but i think I, I i touched i touched on that too to say that yeah that didn't deter me from you know dating black other black women this that and the other because right. again as of reasons recently like i said i've, I've dated some black women um how'd that go work out. how'd it work out it, it, was, it was okay it wasn't my fault i mean the person that i the, the black girl that i dated like i said we've talked and we're friends still today and, and she understands um, but again, it, it didn't have anything to do with the fact that she was black. Yeah. So what you say? And we even, we actually, we even talked about we even talked about that when when I first, when we first started talking, I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." Like I said, "Yo, if we actually become a couple and people see us together, I know people are going to come out of the woodwork and like, "Yo, this is crazy. He's dating a black girl, especially publicly, yeah. anyway." But yeah. again, that was part of the reason that I wanted to take. That 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 situation take it slow and not really just jump into a relationship right away. Right, I think uh, I think that you have uh, the right to your experiences and the right to your preferences. I think that it's a shame that um, having an open conver- private conversation with somebody. It's like the thing about our uh, society right now is a, a conversation, even though it was, you know, it was between friends and obviously there was going to be some level of it that was going to be made public. It's almost like a, 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 a tailor-made suit. You, you get you a tailor-made suit that somebody puts it on and goes, that doesn't fit. Well, it wasn't for you. Like the conversation you were having wasn't supposed to be for <laughs> <Right>. everybody else. <laughs> I, right, and right. I think right. that it was the thing that... And I swear to God, I had no idea. And th- I think we should call Chad running. in here because the, he's the one that started all this. And he don't even... <laughs> and he eats McDonald's all the time. So we it's, it's him that's the problem. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I man. Think that, like I said, it's... it's, it's yeah, go ahead. yeah, go ahead. So I think that I'm glad you got a chance to talk because I'm telling you, 
I think that you're enti- not only reti- entitled to be responsible for your own feelings and for articulating your own feelings. You're responsible. The only thing, the most expensive real estate in the world is what's between your ears and what's in your chest. That's the most expensive real estate in the world. And you don't give it away for nothing. And I think regardless of how people feel about how you felt, I think that anybody listening understood that how you felt n- then is now is not how you felt uh, uh, now. And it's based on your experiences and it's based on growing up as a human being. Right, because now I feel like, and I, I maybe I didn't get to it in that in that conversation, but I'm open. I'm open to whatever race. I'm open to like whatever shape and size. Um, because, like I said, we all have types and we have preferences. I've gotten this conversation with a number of people that I've uh, kind of initially pursued, or we've just talked about, you know, just about dating in general. But everybody has a type, and everybody has a preference. Right. I've kind of got. You should away be judged. From, and you should be judged when you have one. I really don't. I don't think so, man. <laughs> but. Um, um, right. Off air, tell me about what white women are like. I just want to know. Just in general. I mean, you know. Okay, yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. I got you. I got you. Hey, man. Always a pleasure, T.O. Man, I, always a pleasure, right. man. Be well. All right. Appreciate All right. it. Thank, thank you, Jasmine, for that constructive thank you. criticism or your feedback. It was well received. Thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you for being so candid. Thank you. Oh, white women, don't forget white women. Forget. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with sisters. Come on now. All right, Tio. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks man. For sure. All right, bro. Yeah, appreciate Take it. Take care. All right. <laughs> All right, coming up, we got uh, Lebo, the streaming hack warrior. That's up in 10 minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is uh, the D.L. Hughley Show. Your, your indictment of the Yes. Um, remember, I'm going to be at Bricktown, uh, in Bricktown Comedy in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I'll be there. They have a beautiful botanical garden there. <laughs> that sounds so crazy. They do. They have a beautiful, have a botanical. beautiful botanical. Who told garden. you about it? <laughs> Who told you about that? <laughs> it didn't sound like you on the break. I, I saw it, it on the brochure. I know you did. I have a straight through flight, so I'm happy. Garden. Yeah. I have a straight through flight, so you know I'm happy. Um, you know what? Letitia James says no one is above the law, and Donald Trump wants to be. I think Donald Trump thinks he is. Well, he, He's so just, shocked every time he talks and you know does an interview. He talks about he can't believe this miscarriage of yeah, justice and you yeah. know your daddy this was crazy. Listen, lady should be disbarred. Your, your, your son in laws or uh, daddy went to jail and you're probably gonna go to jail. Mm-hmm. Criminality runs in your family. I don't know that he'll go like to jail. That. Do you think he'll go to jail? Yes, he should. You think so? I do. I, I think he should. Do. I don't know that he will. I I defy you to find a human being that could beat ninety one felonies. <laughs> ninety one. Mm. And I'm not talking about the kind of felonies they overcharge. You know how sometimes they'll just throw everything up. These are very carefully curated uh, felonies. Even if they got to clear out an old building and keep... Yeah, something will happen. I just don't know that they're going to put him in jail. Oh, yeah. He'll go to jail. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I know he's de- he's definitely gonna have to pay all that money back to New York. Yeah, and he almost ain't got hundred million dollars. No, it. he ain't got it. Mm. <laughs> it's a shame that people. Oh, the art of the deal. Look at that. They're going to be getting their residuals. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is when you listen to a lot of his supporters that say, well, the reason why I would vote for him is because he's an amazing businessman. Yeah. Is he yeah. really? Yeah. And that's yeah. why <laughs> you, you read at the sixth grade level because you're an idiot. Why do I? I, I, I just am so finished with arguing people about stuff that's just so patently stupid. Like yeah, outside yeah. of Trump, what else are you arguing about? I mean, I'm just coming in general. But that's probably the thing I the argue most thing. with online. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, that's probably it. 
That's yeah, I was going to say. I love to watch you in a Twitter battle, though. Or not yeah. Twitter, but I, any kind of battle. I stopped doing that because you got me to one with Isaiah Washington. I, I didn't do suspended. that. You did that on your own. No, you and Lane. I just brought it, it to you your attention. I was like, oh, it's just yeah. happening to And see? I got suspended. They got ready. <laughs> they, I mean, they suspended me as soon as I hit sin. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yep, they sure did. Right away. They ain't waste no yeah. time. And they, they did hard to say, you're off. And yep. I'm like, wow, just like just that. Just like that. I was like, wow, did you see that? Yeah, it's so fast. You couldn't see it. Coming up this hour, people get really upset with me, so we're going to give them an opportunity to vent with our segment called... F-U-D-L Plus, we're going to honor someone's benevolence as the Human Being of the Week. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. It is now time uh, to find out who our Human Being of the Week is. Jasmine Sanders. Yes. You cooled down a little bit? A little bit. Tired of talking? Nope, not that. (laughs) Who's our Human Being of the Week? It's Drake. Why? Well, during a concert, um, he saw a man holding a sign during his last concert. He saw a man holding a sign that said broken hearted. And so apparently, um, I guess his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend, he got dumped by his girlfriend. So he ended up at the show alone. So uh, Drake gave him $50,000. He's still broken hearted. Well, he said this so you could flex on the yeah, chick yeah, that left yeah. you. You know, back then you didn't want me. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Huh. yeah. It, she still ain't gonna want you for 50 grand. Nah, she ain't gonna want you. 50 grand gonna go quick. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Especially if you went to Vegas. You yeah. will. And I see he also did something for a couple that uh, had canceled their honeymoon just to go to his concert. So they get, he gave them a trip to Turks and Caicos. Hell yeah. He owns a property there in Turks mm-hmm. and Caicos. Man, Drake is coming through with the, with the 50 bands and the, and the, the Turks and Caicos and the, putting people together. He's our human being of the week and we give him the claps. Yeah. Might use some on Charlemagne. Oh, <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. We're going to talk about that in a bit. All right, coming up, we got Civil Works with What You Need to Know. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Now it is time for What You Need to Know with the one and only Sibyl Wilkes. It's Sybil Wilkes with What You Need to Know. The fraud trial of former President Donald Trump is set to resume at the New York Supreme Court today. Trump has been accused by State Attorney General Letitia James of inflating his net worth to get better terms from lenders and insurers. Florida Congressman Matt Gates is aiming to remove House Speaker Kevin McCarthy from his post. He filed a motion Monday to force a vote to overthrow McCarthy. The move comes after the Speaker worked with Democrats to pass a short-term funding bill to keep the government open. A House vote to keep McCarthy on as Speaker could come this week. The American soldier released from North Korea last week has been reunited with his family in Texas. The Pentagon reports Private Travis King met with family members over the weekend. King made international headlines when he darted across the border into North Korea in July. He was facing potential punishment after doing a stint in a South Korean jail earlier in the summer. I'm Sybil Wilkes. Be informed. Be empowered. It is, of course, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so we're going to help you out. Stay healthy on my uh, top five that's coming up in less than 15 minutes on the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, Jasmine Sanders, this is the D.L. Hughley Show. Yes, it is. You remember that if you're going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm going to be there where? You're going to be at the Botanical top. Gardens. That, no, I didn't, <laughs> I'm going to be at Brick Top Comedy. I'm not going to the damn Botanical Gardens. Right you brought them up. You're just... I just said they had a nice one because it says it on the brochure and I wanted to seem like I knew what I was talking about. Oh. But I know I will be at the Bricktop Comedy Club. Mm. Um, okay. Why, what happened? What were you saying off here, Charlemagne? What happened with Drake? No, something between Charlemagne and Drake, they got into it. I think Charlemagne said something to the effect of him dropping a single and nobody knew. It, it and, happened. 
It did. It hit number I one. Guess, I don't know what did. y'all talking about. But. Yeah, no, it did. did which is well, what he came he back to. Like, he you know. said it, it hit a couple of days later. Is what mm-hmm. he said when at the time Charlemagne said it, nobody did know. Said it. Well, they actually did. They did know. Just you know, Drake still didn't like it. Apparently, him and Drake have had. They've been back and forth yeah. for a minute, and it. Yeah. It was it was hot. Yeah. It was hot and heated. Yeah. Skip, you went to Tyrese's party while you were in Atlanta, right? Man, he had so many people at his house. It was ridiculous. It was crazy. Which Tyrese was there? Oh, uh, the one trying I'm to keep curious. that party straight. He, hey. Oh, good. Hey. It was just a question. What, what? And and that's from him. He said himself. Sometimes I don't take my meds, and that's when I do all of these crazy things. I've known people that didn't take their medicine. It's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. They should be able to tell you when I I didn't take take my medicine. Well, let me grab this to go, partner. I can't stay here for this. (laughs) He did that whole interview with them, with Charlamagne, and did the whole, you know, him and obviously uh, uh, Envy got into it. But then after, he just went nuclear and crazy. As it, and I'm like, you just said you knew you needed to take your meds. What are you doing? Not taking your meds. Oh wow! You have to take it every day. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't take meds. Oh, yeah, you ask do. your son. People, Wait no, a minute! No, no, don't no. know this. Don't no. know this. <laughs> no, I mean, no, like, I, I know. I know somebody who's a bipolar. You, bipolar one and two, and uh, you. They, they have got, a bipolar one, one and two. two? Yeah, what, what is yeah. it? A newer, newer, <laughs> improved <laughs> model. Nah, nah, nah. But either way, either way, uh, he has to take his meds every day because without it, woof. And he, he like he he can he can go from like very mellow to like I want to like fight everybody like that. My name is Mellow Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you gotta take your meds every day when you got bipolar wow. or anything. Wow. Yeah. The great thing about bipolar, you can borrow twenty dollars from each one of them. That's pretty good. That's yeah. schizophrenia. Well, both of them gonna fight okay. you, sir. <laughs> Till they remember. That mean I know, um, right? <laughs> yeah. You could tell my mom. I'm bipolar. Well, both of y'all better clean that room. I know that. <laughs> I know that's right. This room better be twice as clean, twice as fast. <laughs> Coming up this hour, we got a song for when your mom and daddy were still together with my top five. A little note from the GED section, and we will cover today's top stories with what's trending on the D.L. Hughley show. Uh, five steps to prevent <laughs> breast cancer by Image. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Horrell. Uh, number five, minimize exposure to pharmacological estrogens and and xenoestrogens. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Only if they're medically um, prescribed. Uh, number four of the top five steps to prevent breast cancer. Exercise regularly for the rest of your life. Yep. All okay. day, air day. Not every day and not all day. Oh. Well, exercise like that. Oh. Hmm. Thinking. Number three of the top five steps to prevent breast cancer. Consume as many fruits. What are you doing? When I, when I, when I, this is, that's the sound. See, they can't see me. So when I do this, I'm actually flicking you off. Like, but you can hear it on the microphone. Well, it looks indecent. Don't do it. Okay, well, that's what it is. (laughs) When you hear that, I'm going. Did you take your medication? No, I don't need medication. Number three of the top five steps. Consume as many fruits and vegetables as possible. You, said that you should do that anyway, you said just that to be in general, be healthy. You said that Go back to scrubbing your mic. Okay. Number I two, scrubbing uh, my mic. <laughs> number two, in the top five steps to prevent breast cancer: minimize or avoid alcohol. Yeah. Well, so much for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they say uh, if you consume more than one alcoholic beverage a day, it can increase bre- the breast cancer risk as much as twenty to twenty-five percent. Oh, that's careful with that one and the number one of the top five steps to prevent breast cancer maintain a healthy bmi throughout your entire life bmi what is it what is it body mass index i know I was gonna make he didn't know i did bmi they they play music right 
the yeah. They don't play. All right, coming up, they pay for it. They do indeed. All right, coming up, we got to give you a little note from the GED section. That'll be up in fifteen minutes. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. All right, that's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. It's the D.L. Hughley Show. Your uh, indictment update. You're gonna be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I too will be there this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Bricktop Comedy. Jasmine Sanders, have you calmed down? Yes, quite a bit, quite a bit, quite a bit, quite a bit. All right. What did you learn today? So remember we talked about the 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 senator who had the gold bars? Yeah. Melendez. Yeah. So apparently Costco sells the gold bars. They do. I didn't know that. Yeah, they do. You can't buy them in bulk. You can only buy, I think, one ounce at a time, just one, one to two bars per customer. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know you could go to Costco and buy a gold bar. Yeah, so I, I just don't think it's all that unusual that he has that. You don't? No. Hmm. I don't. Money in his pockets, money in his shit. I don't think that's all that unusual. But we'll see. I mean, maybe he did something. I, I mean, know. I mean, I don't have that, but I'm just saying. All right, skip my man Cheatham. What'd you learn today? You know what? I got a friend of mine. He's a college coach, Todd Bozeman. He used to be the uh, coach. Todd Bozeman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see, he used to coach uh, Jason Kidd back when he played. But uh, yeah. uh, had an unfortunate situation over the weekend. His 31-year-old son was shot and killed in oh, Washington, no, no, no. D.C. Fa- uh, father of three. Was just leaving like a, uh, it wasn't even no, not in the hood. It was like a, a, a groomsman party or something, something like that. But, uh, you know, prayers go out to the Bozeman family. Oh, no, Todd. Oh, man, he's a good dude. He's a good dude, man. Coming up on the next deal, Hughley Show, Jasmine Sanders is going to be talking all that jazz with actress and singer Tamara Jade. Plus, we're going to be giving a deserving someone the shoe booty of the week. Or it's the deal, Hughley Show. We'll definitely see you on the other side. Kyle, my favorite short bus operator, pull that string. We got to go. Tout, tout. It is the DL Hughley Show. See you on the other side. <laughs>